Welcome back to the show. This week, I had a great conversation with my friend Nick about first experiences. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for something, yeah. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Miscellaneous important stuff. Well, Nick, thanks for being here today. No problem. Good to be here. Yeah. It's always great when you're in the studio, you know? Yeah, I, I uh, like to just sit here and stretch out a little bit, you know, get comfortable. Yeah, you look more comfortable than usual, honestly. I, I mean, I, I I don't not only feel comfortable today, I actually feel just like really cuddly. Do you ever get that yeah. feeling where you, yeah. where you feel like really cuddly? You look lighter, too. Oh well, I, thank you. I've been I've been watching what, what I eat. Yeah, but it's not even about size. It's just you seem lighter, like less dense. Oh, oh like like my mood seems lighter. Yeah, like well, and I and I, I seem I, like as a person, I seem less dense. Do I normally? Yeah, I've always said that about you that you seem pretty dense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But today, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You just look like uh, you just you're soft. Oh well, well I mean, I, goodness gracious, man! You you flatter me. <laughs> well, you know, you're a good guy. You deserve a compliment. Uh, well, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to <laughs> have it. Don't want to have it go to my chest. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you again for being in the studio and um today we're talking about first times first experiences Sounds and fun. yeah it's gonna be great you know maybe we'll see how this goes this is a this is the first time i've done this but i think i think it's always an interesting topic you know because i first... I, I will say that i don't remember the first time i've done um Maybe a lot of these, but there will definitely be some where I'll uh, definitely remember. Okay. How, do, how do we approach those situations where we don't remember? Um, if you don't remember, may you know what? Maybe you make it up, and then at, and then at the end we reveal what was true and what wasn't. <laughs> oh my gosh! It may be. I I don't know if I'm that good of a liar in order to come up with something on the fly and make it sound believable. All right, maybe you make it up and we decide in that moment whether it's true or fake because it'll be very obvious. Uh, and what if what if you do have a story but it wasn't your first one? Like you can't remember the first time but your your first memory of it. Does that still count? I think that's good because the first memory of it is is similar to a first time because it's your okay. it's yeah, the thing like, that stands out. Yeah, it's similar. And if that's a better story then that's all we really want here anyway, so Okay, I'm ready then. Ah, good. Okay. Well, first one. I have a list, but I will... Let me see. Which What should we start with? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... First day of school. Uh, which yeah. I feel like it shouldn't... I'm mean, first day of school. I don't remember that at all. But 
uh, I might remember like first day of high school or first day of junior high or one of those. Do you have, well, do you do remember I your first even, day? Like your first day, first day? I I definitely don't remember my first day of school ever. Don't even know if I remember the first day of school any particular year. Really? Yeah. I, a, I know that's that. surprising to me. Okay, so you go first then, because okay. I'm curious what like special things stood out to make it a memory. Uh, um, well, I remember if well seventh grade for sure because I was changing schools, and I was going from elementary school to junior high, and I remember just being really nervous, and I think I remember my mom driving me to school. And just that moment where you got to get out of the car and you got to go in and you got to face the world, right. in a sense. Uh, I remember that feeling more than anything. And probably with other schools that I went to also, because moving to Delaware from Alaska, that was a first time experience, like first school in a new state. And then even moving from Delaware to Oklahoma and coming to school here for the first time. Like, that's what I remember about any, any first day of school is that nervousness. Right. The anxiety, because right. you're like, I don't know who my teacher's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to make any friends. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Um, and I've just, um, yeah, I think those are those are uncomfortable, especially when you're a kid. I um, I know that your your memory is interesting, and in that you do tend to remember things better around big events. Uh, yeah, but I don't remember any of my, I, and I don't want to get too um, dark here, I guess. I don't know how to phrase it, but um, I don't remember any of my first days of school, but I remember the first day back at school after I lost my childhood dog. Um, oh, geez, and I remember it. A sad yeah, first day. It was. No, I, I, I guess that goes to like how memory is um, more clear around um, big events, but I do remember like it just being surreal, I guess. I didn't even really feel like I was there. It was, yeah, just tough in the entire day. Uh, it was only, uh, I think it was two days before the end of school. So the oh, school man. was like winding down. I maybe have been like finals and everything going on, but I definitely remember just walking around and being like, this does not even seem real. Yeah. How, how long had you had that dog when it died? Uh, it passed away whenever I was 12 years old. Ugh. yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I, I, I was probably a similar age when our first family dog died. Maybe I was 10 ish. And I remember that day really well because well it was very sudden they took him to the vet and then i think he had to get emergency surgery and then he died in the hospital so like we weren't expecting that at all um but then when our other family dog died i also remember going back to work right after that we had to put her down you knew you knew um shyla right yeah i do i definitely do well that it was like when I had started that first real job and I had to leave during lunch because my mom was like, we're going to, 
we're putting her down today. And after that, it was, it was the same as what you're talking about. Just sort of surreal. Like it was weird that she wasn't alive anymore, but then, then it's also weird that life just keeps going. Like nothing has happened. So I was like, I guess I'll go back to work. And I I did. Like normalcy is really like in those situations, normalcy is, uh, like really the best thing for you. If you're just sitting like alone and just like sulking, it is the worst experiences. And yeah, it, the things that go through your head and yeah, just sitting there in the pain is awful. It's horrible. That's true. I ended up going to work and then going home though, because I felt, well, it was almost the same because of that job. I was, I was sitting there doing nothing. So all I did was think about it. So I I ended up leaving anyway, but yeah, you're right. Right. I think it's why, especially athletes, anytime, you know, they're, uh, a parent will die or, or somebody in their family, they end up playing the game anyway. Yep. And yep. to some people that sounds weird. And to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I mean, what else Bro, are you I completely do? understand. No, like you, you have to have normalcy in order to have that comfort level. I, I, I know that different people uh, handle uh, trauma and stress and everything differently, but I, I completely understand having to get back to some sort of normalcy. Yeah. Cause like, that's what you're going to do eventually anyway. So you might as well, I mean, you can, I guess you can grieve at the same time. I mean, Oh, for sure. It, that That's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's, you're not going to sit around all day and just think that's not healthy at any point. Even when you're working on something, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's good for some people, but not for me. Right. Um, all right, but that that was not school. That was sort it of was school. Not, it was. It was not the first first day of school. Oh, I have another first day back one though. That that reminded me of. Um, I got I've gotten sick in school, like thrown up okay. twice in my life. Right. Well, no, three times. Wow. And the first time was when I was in first grade in Alaska and you know I didn't know how to deal with it I got I was I think I was trying to tell the teacher that I I didn't feel well and then she was dealing with another student she was like just a minute and then I just threw up all over the floor which is embarrassing Um, and then I got sent home and then I think even or no I didn't get sent home which is weird what Uh, yeah I don't remember why maybe they sent me to the nurse and then I was like no I feel and I did feel fine after that Right. But then fast forward two years, I'm in third grade and it happens again, like going to lunch. We're in line, leaving the room and then I throw up on the floor again. And I don't know why, like, why can't I uh, figure out how to just go to the bathroom and right. throw up? I don't know. Maybe I think I was so, I would just, I just kept hoping I would feel better that it would go away. And then all of a sudden it doesn't and you're, it's, yeah, it's a bad news. But that time I got sent home and then I was so scared to go back to school because the next day, you know, I think I did feel fine, but there was so much anxiety and I didn't know how to deal with it. And I'm like, if I go back to school again, it's just going to happen again. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get sick. So every time we got to the school and I was supposed to go in, I couldn't do it. And I think it was out of school for a few days because I just couldn't get over that hump. Wow. Yeah. And that, I mean, 
that's a fear of mine now. I don't want to throw up in public. And then, well, yeah. and then last time was in high school, but uh, I went to the bathroom. Uh, and then, so I don't. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that's actually the last time I've thrown up too. That was 15 years oh, ago. Wow. That's insane. I know. I, I know. I don't get it. And I feel like every time I say that out loud, it's just now that means it's something bad's going to happen. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> but, knock on wood. Yeah, but it hasn't yet. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I do have a story that came to my head, but again, it's like not really quite related, which I'm sorry. I don't feel like I was out of school that long because of illnesses. I remember being out for like one, one day at a time. You're such a trooper. I like it. I, I did Maybe I was just lucky to not get, um, bad illnesses. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I just don't remember. I really don't remember anything that that was that long. Uh, but I do remember, uh, you were talking about getting sent home and those kind of things. Uh, I remember being a very, uh, stoic kid, I guess you could say. Um, so I, um, uh, I had one time where I, it was icy outside at the bus stop, uh, one day. And so, uh, I was waiting on the bus and I don't remember exactly what happened, but I slipped and fell on the ice and hit my head. Oh, and, uh, I ended up going to school and I think it was probably two hours into school and I had like this headache almost certain almost certainly had a concussion um, because of the fall that I had had. Um, so I ended up um, going into the office and telling them that I had, uh, I had a headache or whatever. So they called my mom and they're talking to my mom and they're saying, well, he said that he fell at the bus stop. He's got a headache or something, but I mean, he looks fine to me or whatever. And my mom was like, Oh my gosh. Like if he's like, cause I, I don't know, whatever, whatever was about me, if I was like stoic and like, uh, like not making a big deal about it, but I, it was bad enough for me to go to the office and say something about it. She knew it was like a real problem. Yeah. Uh, so like, she was like, okay, he must be really hurting in order for this <laughs> to be happening. And so she was like, even though the, the person in the office wasn't all that concerned about it. Uh, from my reaction, uh, my mom was like, oh my gosh. And so she came and got me and took me to the doctor and everything. I don't remember what all that happened after that, but I do remember that, yeah, it was a pretty bad headache after I had fallen. Uh, and you hit the back of your head, right? I I think so, yeah. I believe oh, it's just the worst. That's the worst place. I did the same thing at school, but not on ice. It was... Um... Uh, you know the the tubes that go across the playground, like you're in a jungle gym, and then you can you crawl through it and go to the other side. Right. The, just yep. the long right. tubes. They're yep. like at my elementary school, we all people would run across the top of it. Like that was just a thing to do for whatever dumb yep. reason. Yep. Um So I did that once, and then I lost my balance and I fell backwards and just <sighs> like it knocked the wind out of me. I think I hit the back of my head and it was like one of those things where people are standing over you. Like, are you okay? And I can't even yeah, breathe exactly. to, to say anything. Um, but 
yeah, I got sent home for that too. And that was the first time I probably learned about concussion symptoms and like, Oh, you don't want, like, don't let them go to sleep too early. Yep. Check him for this. And that's scary. Yep. But I never did that again. Yeah. No, no running <laughs> over top of the tube. No, I learned uh, very quickly that that's probably a bad idea. Well, actually, I didn't learn that quickly, but I learned that day. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you learned. That's what matters. Yeah, I learned. Um, okay, well, we're sort of off topic, which is fine, because those are fun stories, which that that's all this is really about, right? It's just sparking. Yeah, that um, that is true. Memories. As long as we're having the fun conversations, I think that uh, I think I'm 0 for 2 as far as actually <laughs> telling a story about the <laughs> the topic, but it's That's okay. all right. It's good. Well, let's go to um let's go to your first time driving. Which for you, let's call it first time or first day driving after getting a license. Uh <laughs> Uh, you want me to tell that story? I was going to tell a different story. Oh, tell a different story, and then we may we can come back to it or not tell it at all. Yeah, I, I guess I could but tell. No, I've already two, I've already brought it up. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Everyone's I definitely wonder have, now. <laughs> I have two different stories. You want me to start with the one that you're bringing up, or do you want me to bring up mine? Uh, yeah, let's do that just so we don't forget. Okay, let's do yours, uh, which was uh, the first the day that I got my license. Uh, I had just turned 16 uh, and got my license. Both of my brothers didn't get their licenses until they were like 18, 17 or 18. Uh, and I was the only brother that got my license as soon as I turned 16. So uh, there was a band practice that we had uh, the, uh, the night that I uh, got my license. And so I went to pick up one of my friends uh, from his apartment and took him to band practice as well. And then after band practice got out, uh, it was dark. And um, I was driving down the road and I had to take a left-hand turn. And I start to take the left-hand turn. I am about to get to to the uh, apartment complex that uh, to drop off my friend and whack. I oh. get the, the back bumper of my car had gotten hit. Um, and so I got in a wreck my first night of driving. A uh, couple of things that I could say here. One, I didn't have uh experience driving at night uh or enough experience driving at night which is not a good thing if i would have gone back i would have practiced more night driving while i had my permit uh, so i wasn't able to judge the speed of the cars coming towards me very well uh that is something that you definitely have to get used to uh like just looking at lights for the first time and trying to judge the speed was not very easy for me i will also say that um, whenever the, we were exchanging insurances, uh, they asked for my insurance. I said, could I get your insurance as well? They did not give me their insurance. And oh, what? I don't remember that part. Like that. Uh, but like thinking about it now, like there, 
Like it was, I, w- I was definitely at fault, but I think that there was something that the other person could have done to, uh, to prevent it as well. Like the, the cops were saying that they were like, uh, I think that they were trying to insinuate something around. They probably couldn't, uh, could have prevented it as well because they were like, uh, saying something about, well, there's no skid marks or anything like that. Like there's no like break, like no one, they didn't try to stop or anything. They just kind of went Ew. right through. Um, so I think an opportunity. That, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that they wanted to hit me. I think that they were just like, so I, they, they honked, they honked for quite a while. Um, or for long enough to where if they, instead of honking, they would have put on their brakes. They wouldn't have hit me. Uh, the other thing is, knowing what I know now, it was highly likely that they were speeding as well. Uh, but it was my first night of driving, and I was in the wrong, um, regardless of whether they were in the wrong as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, like the being the first night that I got my license, I was definitely going to get a ticket no matter what. Uh, but there probably would have been. Um, like there probably was fault on the other side as well. Yeah, but wasn't the the what I remember is that you said they put on their blinker. That oh, that that did happen as well. But um, so the they did have their uh their left blinker on, and so I thought that they were turning as well. Um, that is true. So I guess you could add that on there, but. Um, they had their blinker on and then they turned their blinker off. So, oh, see, it seems like a lot of reasons they could have prevented that, or a lot of ways they could have prevented that, and they just right. didn't. Yeah. They baited you. They turned on the blinker so you would go, and then they honked so they could pretend like. I I honestly don't believe that they wanted to hit me. Listen, you can believe whatever you want to believe, and I can believe whatever <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> they wanted to hit you. The facts are there. Well, they There's got evidence. what they wanted then. That's true. But they just got the your back bumper, right? Because for a while you yes. drove around that car with it just tied. Yes. Uh, and which is funny because uh one of the uh yeah, I drove around with uh the bumper had the license plate on it. So it wasn't like some cars where if the bumper falls off, it's kind of okay because you still have the the license plate there no the the bumper had the license plate on it so i had to kind of pull up the bumper as much as i could because it was hanging off and tie rope to keep it up and i drove that car throughout high school and um like i remember i would go to pick up the same friend just he lived in a different area at this point uh, I would go pick him up every morning before band practice, and the uh, gosh, one of one of the uh, other people in band uh, didn't know me that well until later, uh, and whenever they finally found out that that was my car, they was like, "Oh my gosh, that's you with the, the bumper <laughs> hanging off car." Uh, yeah. So I, it that was, guy it, yeah it was an infamous car oh yeah like i i still have an image in my head of what that looks like and then it yeah. just became normal though it's like yeah that's, yeah uh, no, it was that was the car. car yeah 
Yep. Oh man. Good memories. Good lessons mm-hmm. learned. Am I right? Uh, am I right? All right. Well, I will. I'll tell my first driving story, and then you tell your other one. Okay, sounds good. Because mine's pretty short. I do actually remember my first time ever being behind the wheel of a car, and I was like six, five, something like that. Okay. Because you, you were we, very tall. Right? I was very tall. I was like six foot tall, and then I shrunk. Six foot um, five. Six foot five. Yeah. No, I. We lived in Alaska, and I don't know why, but we were driving up and on mountain roads which weren't that far out from where we lived it was me and my dad and my sister and there was this construction site off to the side of the road there was nobody there must have been a weekend or something like that and my dad just randomly went in there and he i think he turned to my sister and said you want to drive and you know we couldn't believe it because we were like little kids we don't think we're gonna be able to drive for 10 years or whatever and but he puts her in his lap and just kind of slow, like she doesn't get to push the pedal down, but he slowly kind of drives around in the dirt and she gets to turn the wheel. And then, you know, it was just, just mind blowing to a kid. Like I just, I I still remember that feeling. Like I couldn't believe he was going to let us do that. And we weren't really doing anything at all. But then after she was done, I got to drive for a little bit and it might've only been five seconds, but, I just remember going home and just, we were both so excited and told her mom. And I have no idea if they had a discussion about that later, like she was mad about it. But, (laughs) but for us, it was like the greatest day ever getting to drive a car when, you know, we were little kids. Kids. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, that's, I don't think there was, I don't think there was anything before that. It was just that, that was, I guess you could say this first time I drove. Nice. So that's That's it. Story. It's, it's a good memory and it's like um yeah i hang on to that one maybe i'll do that for my kids someday in alaska i'll take them to alaska <laughs> yeah it has to be in alaska and i'll find whatever site that was and be like this was where i got my first driving experience Back in my day yeah when i was a little kid there fella oh my father Back before these hover cars <laughs> Hey, you yeah, never know. There might be hover cars by then. There's self-driving cars already, so. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you I play soccer with a guy who has a te- uh yeah, Tesla and he has used the feature where it drives to you. You know it does that, right? Oh, nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I think so. Well, he like we knew he had one and I've never seen it. I've never seen this in person, but he was walking out of the building, me and Cody my brother, we're already at uh, our cars, and then we see his car pull out of the Just... parking spot and start driving towards him. And I'm like, this is insane! What is it doing? Yeah, but this is also, like, the future. That's just what right. is going to happen. Yeah, it's which is, normal. It's crazy to see, though, because you're like, how is that safe? How is that possible? But, right. um, and you could see it like hesitate because there was a pothole or something else. And right. It's just insane to watch though. But anyway, I want to, that's actually what I want my next car to be. I think the Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. Right. A few years from now, but so, I mean, yeah, but it would be great. Um, all right. What was your other 
driving story? So my other driving story, and this is one that I tell a lot of people, but it's not typically in the context of my first time driving. Uh, maybe you'll understand the, the context after I get done with the story. But um, I, I did not realize how awkward it would be for me to drive alone in a car for the first time after I got my license. So this was even before my wreck. Um, I got into the car and yeah, it's my first time in my life to have a moving car where I'm the only person in it, right? Because the rest of the time I was always a passenger, there was always somebody else in the car. Yeah. And so there was like this, I don't know how to describe it. It was just like very empty, like lonely. I don't know how to describe it. Just very alone. I think and most people describe that as freedom. Freedom? No, it, I wouldn't describe it as freedom. It was more awkward. It was more of an awkwardness than it was a liberation. Um, Interesting. So, it, yeah, it was definitely very, very awkward. And so what I did to cut down on the awkwardness was I turned on the radio and I started singing to the radio. And before this point, I was never one to sing to songs or sing along with songs. Uh, like I had never thought about it, had never done it. But at, after that point, because of that awkwardness, I started to sing to songs. And even if it's not in the car or anything now, I almost will always sing to songs. Uh, but that's where that started. Whoa, that's your karaoke origin story? That's basically my karaoke origin story. That's crazy. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. That's 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 awesome though. Wow. And you like to sing, right? I I do like to sing now. Yeah, I but didn't you really, never would have realized that. Yeah, I don't didn't really sing before then. Even though I yeah, like you know, I'm not a great singer. It's a hobby. I enjoy singing. Right. I'm I don't like I'm not encouraging you to go to American Idol, but exactly. You, like, exactly. but I know you like to sing. But it's right. funny that you maybe that never would have happened if right. you didn't have that moment. Exactly. That's, That's weird. That that is more often the context that I tell that story of whenever I started to really sing, instead of the context of it's my first time driving. Interesting. And I mean, you and I, like, whenever we did our road trips, I mean, we would be singing the songs all the time. Oh, yeah. That's like, I feel like that's something very relatable to most people. Right. I'd, I'd say most people. I don't have the, the, the stats in front of me, but I think most people yeah. probably like to sing in the car. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, singing with your friends on long road trips and everything is pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, it's either that or sit quietly, and I don't think that <laughs> that's, right. that's no fun. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, we were road tripping. Point, huh? I was just going to say, at that point, it's not awkwardness by yourself. It's awkwardness with weird other people. Yeah, and that's, that's fun. Awkward with other people is a lot of fun. <laughs> that's right. Okay, what were you well, going to say about when we were on our road trip? Oh, I was going to say, well, that was before we had, like, you know, all the podcasts that are out yes. now, before we yeah. had serious satellite radio and 
all the other endless things we had we had just the radio and we had CDs and talking. Yeah, yep. and, it's and we didn't even it's... have like uh, cell phones to give us maps or anything. We just yeah, we had to use yeah. old fashioned maps. Yeah, and it doesn't even feel like that long ago. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't that long ago. No, I mean, fifteen years now, right? Well, that, yeah. that first one, the first one. Yep. But fifteen years ago, it's just still it's still crazy. But yeah, yeah fifteen years ago, it re- and it really yeah, that time in fifteen years, we've gone from a place where you would look up maps on MapQuest to to get more from one place to another and use an atlas. Yep. To nobody uses that. Like, there's no point in selling yep. them. Nobody really wants them. I mean, eh, I, maybe, uh, maybe some people want them. Well, yeah, you're probably right. There are some people, but it eventually it's just going to be sort of pointless. Absolutely, the majority yeah. of people aren't using them. Right. But I kind of miss that having to find where you're at on the map and then figure out where to turn. And I know that we're going. A completely different direction, but the story that I always tell about like MapQuest versus the the cell phone directions, GPS, and all that is one day whenever I was coming back home from an event, uh, I had the MapQuest directions, and uh, so I had the street names and everything of where I needed to turn, but it was dark. It was like probably 9 p.m. or it, it was late night and it was pouring down rain. So it was dark and my visibility was reduced even more from the rain. And so I could not read any of the street names. I was not in an area that I knew and I wasn't in, a, there wasn't enough visibility to see where I was. And so like I was, uh, I don't even know how I made it back from some of those. Uh, (laughs) it was almost pure luck but uh, I think that with today's GPS it doesn't even matter whether or not you can see the the names of the street it will tell you where to turn yeah it'll remind you it'll yell at you like make a U-turn turn left or it'll reroute I mean if it was a MapQuest map instead of rerouting I'd probably turn around, go back to the spot where I messed up and then figure out how to go from there. Right. But it's if if you don't even know that you messed up because you can't see the names of the streets, you're just in big trouble. That's true. Yeah, because then you have no idea where you're at. Yep. Which is not as big of a deal if you're in your city and you're just looking for a right. I don't know, if you're going to a house or a business or something like that. But if you're in another state, like I'm. I guess we got by because maybe we're smarter than I'm giving us credit for. It just seems weird looking back now, well, like how we how we got from place to place. And we didn't. Uh, we didn't have that situation where we didn't have any visibility. Like we did make wrong turns, but we could look at the maps and find where we were and get back to it. But if you have no concept of where you are, that's when it makes it harder. Well, you got the stars, right? I mean, you look at the stars, and they whenever they show it's pouring you down, raining, you just keep looking at the stars. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I well, I mean, <laughs> okay. Are you ready to move on to the next one? 
yeah let's move on let's move on it's 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 do, uh do i get two for three now that i got two on that same one yeah yeah i'll give you that even though we're not um there's no prize keeping score <laughs> yeah yeah but we'll give you points anyway okay um all right how about this might be the last one well let me pick one that'll be short let's say first apartment First apartment. Well, yeah. my first place was a duplex. Does that count? You tell me. Does that count as an apartment? Well, I had a neighbor. I mean, it was sort of like an apartment, but uh, had a neighbor. It seems like it's it's not it's the the first. The question shouldn't be what was your first apartment or what was your first memory of an apartment. It should be what was your first place. Yeah, let's do apartment. Oh, fine. All right, so no duplex. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, you go first because I have to. I have to reevaluate. <laughs> reevaluate <laughs> your answer. Sorry. Yeah. That's uh, fine. So mine. I feel like I'm in a very unusual situation. Not a situation that a lot of people are in. I didn't live in my first apartment until after. I already owned my own home. Uh, so I own my you own maniac. home. I'm maniac, maniac. <laughs> That's See, we, sure. we, we already said that I'm not a good singer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go. This do it is again. Just, Sing us something else. Yeah, this, we're just tying it all together. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Um, uh, so I own my own home in uh, Oklahoma, but I got a job with it in California, and I didn't think it made sense, at least at the time, to uh, get my own house here. And so I got an apartment here. Uh, whenever I first moved in, I, I, how do I say this? I didn't realize that the walls being so thick here, the walls are really thick, which helps a lot with like sound proofing. Yeah. Uh, but the walls being so thick made it to where cell signal is almost nothing. Oh yeah. I've so, never, I've never considered that. So, um, I was here the first day and I had to wait on the movers to get here. So I couldn't leave my apartment. My apartment had no internet, so I couldn't use that for calling. And I think my phone battery was also dying, but that almost doesn't matter if I can't get cell connection. Um, sure. So I, I'm sitting here waiting, and I am starving. Like it's like two or three in the afternoon, and I haven't eaten yet. And you I'm haven't waiting eaten yet. on these movers. Yes. What's wrong yeah. with you? Well, I I didn't I couldn't leave my apartment and I couldn't like couldn't get connection. And so like I yeah, I barely uh barely made it through that uh not being able to get any food. But uh You got hangry? I got I got very, very hangry. <laughs> so that's my first apartment story is not having any cell connection, not being able to leave my apartment to get cell connection, and not having internet to get food 
outside of that. Yeah, that is rare. At least, especially if you're talking to like people in Oklahoma, because I mean, I feel like well, every apartment I've been in, the walls are thin-ish. I mean, they're not. Yeah, they're they're thin enough where you can hear people. Right. And that makes me wonder. Well, what is it like in um, like a New York City? Because if you buy a a condo or you buy an apartment there, I'm assuming they're all thick walls because because everyone's living in an apartment. I doubt it. Really? Well, maybe not all. But if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna purchase an apartment, not rent, I feel like there's a certain there are certain expectations you should have, and one of them is not having thin walls. Don't you think? I'm. I have no idea. I I mean, if I ever buy an apartment, that is the first thing I'm asking. Like, can I treat this like a home? Can I can I set up my drums? Can I play loud music? I mean Can I scream at the top of my lungs? Well, yeah, seriously though. Pretending that's like the, echoes belong to someone. Well, the benefit of a house is that, right? That you don't have to worry too much about noise. Um and you have your own space, you have your own privacy. Right. And if, exactly. you know, if you're going to purchase an apartment and you still have to deal with that, that seems crazy to me. Yeah. Well, it um, happened. Well, there you go. Uh, my, my first apartment, 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 not condo okay. apartment or duplex apartment. Um, Sandell City, Oklahoma. And it was an old, Fairly, it's not run down. They had just renovated the apartments and it was cheap. It was close to work. I remember just being really excited about it and my mom not loving the idea <laughs> just because of where it was. Because, right. I, I mean, everyone, people have a perception of Dell City and I don't, I don't know that it's that bad. It's right by the Air Force Base. It seemed right. all right. And, I loved the space. I loved the apartment. It was kind of, it had an older feel, but it also they modernized it some. So I just, I loved that apartment and it was a probably 700 square feet, but I only paid four or something or five something for that space. And I think some of it, some of the bills were included. So I, I'm actually to, to this day, it's, it's one of my favorite places I've lived just because of, I don't know. It just, uh, I, it holds a special place in my heart, but I don't, right. I don't know exactly what it is. I just really like that place. And, but my mom was right in a way because my car had gotten broken into a couple times. My window was broken. My, my porch got spray painted with graffiti. There was people, there were people screaming and yelling and fighting on the floor above me, like furniture being knocked over. I mean, I have all kinds of stories of stuff that just freaked me out a little bit there. Right. But it doesn't change my opinion of the, the, the place. So, oh yeah. And just being yelled at in the parking lot and I I think my GoPro was stolen from my car and some change. And uh, like a cigarette butt was like on my seat once or maybe ashes. I mean, it was it was bizarre, the whole thing. But man, I love that place. Love that place. You've been had you been there? I I don't I remember it. 
I, I remember a lot of your places. Yeah. If you did, you couldn't have spent a lot of time there. I, I don't remember it that well. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, had... what, what a friend I am. Yeah. Wow. Well, I wow. was there for uh, maybe a couple years. I don't know. It wasn't that long. But it had like the living room that you stepped down into it. It was like the sunken in living room and it had a fireplace that you could use real wood and it was, ah, it was just great. Stacked washer dryer. And I was like, oh, it comes with a washer dryer. This is incredible. And the only better place there, model apartment there that I really wanted was the loft because ever since I was a kid, I just wanted a loft apartment or a loft bedroom and I think they didn't have them available, but that's probably still a dream of mine to buy something that has a loft. Love a good loft. Maybe I mean, you, you still have you still have plenty of time. You're right. I'm gonna if I ever build a house, like get to plan it and build it, I think I'd put a loft in there. I put a loft in there. I put a secret room in there. I would put um, a studio in there. I have all kinds of plans. All kinds of plans. Just so you know, uh, Margo would agree with you. Uh, we've looked at some places in the Philippines, and she is she is a fan of lofts as well. Oh, see, I knew there was a reason you liked her, <laughs> and that's because that's the one. <laughs> because she is just like you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, we're similar. So you were drawn to her for some reason, and then you just realized right now in this moment. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. We got through a couple of them and went off on really good tangents, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the tangents were better than the questions. Yeah, they they I'm usually not, are. I'm not saying that we did a good job at the tangents. I'm insulting the questions that you came up with. Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. I was I was being really positive, and now I'm kind of angry. Okay, this is I'll a get over it. time to end it. Yes, Nick. Uh, thank you <laughs> again, again for being here in the studio, being inside mm. of the studio. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Meh. Meh. Yeah. All right. Well. Everybody, go, uh, you know, like, subscribe, Facebook, YouTube, Miscellaneous Important Stuff. Uh, it's everywhere podcasts are found. And we're going to keep doing this every week. So thank you for being here, and I'll see you next week. See you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>